The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. It's eight minutes after eight. Thanks so much for tuning into the show this morning. Time now for the Forum at Eight. And uh, the country has been talking and continues to talk about Sasa. Now, South Africans have welcomed the Constitutional Court ruling on Friday to extend the contract of cash pay master services for another 12 months. And this will ensure that beneficiaries will receive their grants on the 1st of April. The Concord ruled that the contract be extended under the same terms and conditions and with strict supervision vision and calls have been made for a process to be immediately initiated to ensure that stakeholders fully comply with the directives of the constitutional court and the prescripts of law. The ruling African National Congress has also called on government to investigate thoroughly and act decisively against those responsible for what the party calls an embarrassing an undesirable situation. So on the forum at eight this morning, we unpack that Concord ruling and look at what it means going forward. And the lines are open 891 You can also send us an SMS to the number 40938. That's 40938 at a cost of 150. Or you can tweet or uh, Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. And please use the hashtag AM Live. And joining us for the discussion this morning is... In our Joburg studios, uh, Togazani Makwaza, who's the uh, CEO of Sasa. Thanks for coming through this morning. Thank you so much, Sakina, and uh, morning, good morning to the SAFM listeners. And joining us on the line is Elroy Polis, who's National Advocacy Manager at Black Sash Trust. Thanks for your time as well, Elroy. Good morning to you, Sakina, Mr. Makwaza, and the listeners. Elroy, let me start with you, just uh, your reaction to the ruling in the Concord last week. Um, Sakina, so um, that which we asked for as applicants um, was granted in its entirety, but even more than we asked for. Um, you alluded to the um, additional rulings in terms of personal liability, possibly by the minister, the independent monitoring, the role of the Auditor General and the public protector, um, which has surprised us, but um, pleasantly so, because this is an unprecedented ruling in the sense that it was the, the, the measure of last resort and very unusual for the constitutional court to insert itself in terms of the maximum um, um, uh, limits of the role of the judiciary in this matter, and we are therefore elated. And uh, as uh, many South Africans, I think, uh, you know, side... Uh, just a sigh of relief, really, at that particular judgment. But I don't think it was ever in question that uh, everybody, the judiciary included, would do what needed to be done for the grants to be paid and continue to be paid. But, of course, what was a cause of consternation was that deal with uh, cash paymaster services, that contract, and how the uh, situation would be resolved. And as we know, uh, the Concord had uh, basically ruled on this particular matter, and uh, given Sasa, uh, the agency, sufficient time in order to find an alternative to cash paymaster services for the paying of grants in this country, which obviously did not happen. Um, and we've had the extension of that contract now. But I think uh, it's great that we have Mr. Togozani Makwaza here, the CEO of Sasa, to tell us. Um, firstly, let me start by asking you, where were you? Why is it that you went missing at the most crucial time in this entire debacle? Sakina, uh... I did not go a wall. Uh, I went to my doctor one of the days, and uh, uh, the doctor, as maybe Zane has put it on television in front of 50, 54 million people, and said that my my hypertension was a little bit on the high. That's what the doctor said. I I shared it with Zane, though I did not expect Zane to share it with the country, uh, but it happened. So uh, I was on the cliff. Was it because of what's happening at Sasa? No, 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 not necessarily that happening at Sasa. I, it was my due date for, 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 for my doctor's visit. I do it every six months. Mm. 
Well, we, we, we're glad that you're back and, um, you know, uh, able to come and speak to us this morning. So, first off, when did you join Sasa? I joined Sasa on the 1st of November, uh, 2016. So, all of this, when all of this uh, comes to a head, you are fairly new in the whole debacle. Yes, I'm halfway fairly new, but I was an acting DG before that. So, some of the things I may have been involved in and 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 give some advice on so 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 then that means that uh, you are fully conversant uh, with how we got to this point where this situation now becomes you know a big deal for many a south african uh, discussing the terms of that contract with cash paymaster services no, not necessarily remember that all the time there's been a ceo and there's been an acting ceo and, and Sasa reports directly to the minister. The CEO of Sasa is an exec, is a accounting accounting officer, again at the same time as an accounting authority. So there is nothing that isn't between the minister and the CEO. So uh, I, I may know certain things where the minister would have involved me. I may not know things that that would be happening between the CEOs and and and, and the minister. So when you went to, before the portfolio committee at the end of uh, towards the end of 2016 why did you believe that you would be able to take over the payment of um, grants as of the 1st of April Now I, I think there's have been a misquotation on what we've been saying we said that uh, and that on the 30th of 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 of, of November is that the grants will be paid on the 1st of April. The issue that we are still grappling on was the issue issues of, of how are we going to be able to do it. It was not that uh, 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 we are going to be able to do that. Because when I got in, the first thing that I asked was uh, with the acting CEO, Sitra Patla Ramkoba, I asked her, what is it that you are going to do going forward? There she cried out foul, she cried, cried out foul on saying that she has not uh, been involved in so many things because there's a project lead who's been reporting directly to the minister. And and then I said, but it is your responsibility as a CEO because you've got full powers for you to be able to take to 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 make it a point that things are going according to plan. But from then then we, we sat down, I called the executives, we sat down and I asked some questions and everybody felt that we do not have time anymore. And because it's, we are left with plus or minus four months for us to be able to do anything, that's when then we started. Uh, I said to them, then we need to start talking to, to to uh, 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 treasury, and talk start talking to reserve bank and talk to GSD, which is something that I really did. I had bilaterals with uh, uh, DG DG treasury, had bilaterals with the. Uh, uh, I first spoke to the to the governor. And the governor referred me, for Joseph Peng referred me to uh, uh, Deputy Governor uh, Francois Hupe. And I started calling him, and we all agreed that we had to come all as a group and start talking to each other because I already seen that we may not be able to do this thing with what I got from the, from the executives. So, at what point did you make the minister aware of this? My take is that the minister would have known because the minister is talking to, he's got a project lead. He would have known what was happening. There is no way that the minister would have not known what was happening. And all the things that I was doing, I, we started preparing even the submission mm -hmm. to for the minister because we work as a government, we work through submissions. So there was no way that I was going to finalize the submissions without having discussions with, 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 with Treasurer. So we did talk. I did talk to the minister about the issues and said that look, this is this is what we're supposed to do. But remember, it's after after first of November. So so there was some conversation that we we're taking on within within us, and we had some meetings. I think one one meeting that the minister mentioned in the papers, which when I read, is the the meet, meeting sometimes in December, where she said that I I blew my top. On, on the on the issues of saying that I'm the CEO and I'm the one that is supposed to be doing certain things, of course. Did you? Of course, I I, I did not uh, feel comfortable because she says that the meet, meeting was called. I was called into the meeting. I'm the only one that did not come. 
So to set the record straight here on SAFM is that I only got the call from Zodo, who's a project lead, at 8 o'clock the very same day. Then she said to me, I must avail myself on the, on the cell phone because there will be a meeting. And I asked her, what meeting are we going to be having on this thing? Because there are things that are not being told that I don't think that is right, that is not being told. I was with the minister in Stexprate the previous day. I was with the minister in Plumfontein before Stexprate. We're going to Kimbal with the minister the following day because there was a youth, a youth camp. So I did not know that the minister was going, to, was going back to Johannesburg and there was this meeting. Only when, I, when Ozotom Vulanev called me, that's when I got to know that there is that meeting. Now I asked, what, what is the meeting all about? She said, no, it's a meeting that the minister has called. Okay, said, if my boss says that there is a meeting, there is no way that I cannot hit the call. And I can tell you right now that we started driving to, 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 to Kimbal. And I can say straight here that I was traveling, following each other, myself and the minister staff, the private secretary of the minister, the chief of staff, and some other staff members. I even asked, because I was driving alone in the car, I asked the chief of staff to come and sit with me in the car. So we drove the 160 kilometers to, to Kimbali. And when that, that, that happened, the call did not come at that time until we reached the camp in, at, uh, in Kimbali. Then the call came. She said I was going to be called at 12. I was only called at 20 to 1 at that time. So, of course, they got, they got, I got, they got through me and we started talking, mm. right? Then the minister said, that, Mr. Mugwaza, are you there? And I said, yes, I'm here, ma'am. And then we, 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 we carried on with the conversation. And then she said to me, is there anything that you'd like to say? Then I said, look, excuse me, they, I'm not too, too sure because it seems as if in this meeting, this meeting has, has been preceded by other discussions which I've not been privy to. Can I do the catch-up? Then when, when the time is right, I am going to be able to, to add uh, or, or share my view. Then the, the, carried on, the meeting carried on. At the time that I got in onto the call, it showed that the meeting had started a little bit earlier on. And the person that was talking was a lady whom I think was a, was a lawyer. Then they were talking about, about the, issue, the, the issues of, of us filing the papers. Now, in the car going that side, the chief of staff asked me, have you received the letter from the service provider? I said, which letter? He said, there is a letter that has been written to the minister from the service provider. I said, I have not. Then he said, he's going to organize the office to, to send me the letter. And he did organize. They sent the letter to my private email, and I got it, and I read, I read it. On that letter, we're being given ultimatum by the service provider, which I think gave birth to the meeting because the meeting uh, was called by the minister because the letter had gone to the minister. So in that, on that particular time, what I said, I said, look, I don't think that this meeting is supposed to carry on because this issue of Serge Palaman saying to us that we've got only until the 19th of December to sign the contract or else they start winding down as, a, as an organization. I said in that meeting, I cannot take instructions from the service provider who's obliged to be with me until the 31st of March. So 31st of March is still far away as far as I'm concerned for him to say that he can close shop. Mind you, the processes on every month, they start on the 20th of the month for us to pay on the 1st of the month. The money is transferred three days or four days or five days if there is a weekend of of them of just left on the month so why would then a, a service provider who's being paid to do what he's supposed to do and say that he's going to be closing down onto this thing and i said this meeting is not supposed to have happened mm. so so you know um and i want to take this opportunity and uh, you know to give you an opportunity to give us your side of the story because it has been missing and yet you are an integral part of what needs to happen going forward as the ceo of sasa so uh, do feel free to fill in the blanks uh, wherever necessary but of course bringing us to where we are at right now with the court the, the highest court in the land having pronounced on this particular matter. It's going to be um, up to you 
and others to make sure that you do still find that solution um, after these 12 months lapse. So do you have any idea as to where you would be going with regard to finding a solution here? Yes, uh, we, 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 we do have an idea with, 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 with my executives of where we want to go. Where do you want to go? Insourcing route, right? But the insourcing route is not going to happen within this year. In the 12 months. 12 months is too short for us to be able to build up the, all the capacity that is needed for us to be doing that. But in the meantime, I think there's an issue of the post office. I think we, need to, we can talk, talk about. The, the, the post office has been going live every day saying that they are ready to, yeah. pay, to, pay, to, pay, the, to pay the grants. On, on the things that I was doing as a CEO, I started talking to, to, to uh, 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 government agencies. The one that I mentioned is the post office itself. Before the letter, which was formalizing the talks, the, the, the post office, ourselves and the post office were already uh, in the talks. We had already called them in. They came. There was an acting CEO the, at that time because Mark, I don't know when Mark Barnes were, was. They, they, we discussed issues there. And then the post office felt that they do not have much information on what is it that we want to do. Then I, I, I spoke to the CIO that the CIO must start talking to the CIO of the post office and, and start looking at what is it that can be done going forward. Remember that uh, what I said earlier on and I said on other, 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 other uh, uh, medium is that we, uh, we, 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 we had that four-person four committee. Mm. That four-person committee was made out of myself, a DSD, DG Hussein, uh, 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 DG Treasurer uh, Lungile, uh, 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 then it was uh, Francois Krupe in, in the DG uh, Deputy Governor at, at Reserve Bank. So remember, I had met them bilat- uh, on bilaterals, mm-hmm. so myself and them. Then we formed this, this four member four member team made at all of us. The reason why I was pushing that and being the DG. Of uh, uh, DSD was pushing for that because we need we know that we're going to need some money. We need some uh, kind of regulations that will come from the Reserve Bank side. Remember, because we are we are in, we are, we are inter, inter, integral part of the banking of what is happening because we've got about uh, uh, twelve million cards that are outside there that we we, we we pay. So so we had a meeting at Treasury, and the four of us. So we, we decided to, to make up a, a technical committee. Mm-hmm. When we made that technical committee, what we gave as a mandate, because we have a short period of time, we said within the period, uh, uh, four, four days, five days, they need to come up with options. What, what are options that we have going 1st of April? Now, we decided that we are going to split the, 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 the way that we are going to do things. We want something that is going to give us First of April, first, and I remember that the the Treasury uh, DG said anything that is not going to give us the first of April must be put aside. It's not that we are discarding it; we're putting aside. We are going to look it at short term, and we are going to look it at it uh, 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 in long term. We all agreed because this is what I wanted to do. This is mm-hmm. what I said to him before that I'm interested right now on stabilizing the the situation. We have got to pay on the 1st of April. And I said to him, taking into account that I only started in 1st of November, I really do not have much time. I do not have pleasure of, of, of having to explore so many things that needs to happen. That, that team, which was made out of all the four departments, all the, the experts that we have, sat down from the time that we, 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 we left them there at Treasury. They sat there the whole day. They sat there the following day, weekend, then on Monday afternoon, then they came up with the report. Then we met at, at Reserve Bank where we are, going to, we are going to look into into the issue. So they took us. There were six options that they came up with, which, which are, we can, we, I can say that they've been on papers and they've been on the, on the, on the court papers too. On those six, paper, six, 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 six options, four of them included banks and the post office and other other than then the 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 first two the second one was in green rod and the first one was cps on all the 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 four options all the 
the, the people that they've been talking to have been saying that they may not be ready by the 1st of April. The post office at the time said they will be ready by June. So, really, then it means that 1st of April, they are out. They cannot, we cannot be mm. able to do anything with them. And the banks too. And, 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 and said all those things. So we're left with, uh, with, with two options. The second option was Greenrod. Because Greenrod has got 90, 98% of our members through their bank accounts because through the, the, the re-registration and everything that we've been doing, they have been recorded there. They, we, they do have kind of cards that are going through, through, through uh, uh, Greenrod. But the snack with Greenrod from my side was that Greenrod uses this platform of CPS. Now I said to the to the to the group there or to the team there I said I, 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 I'll be uncomfortable in using Greenrod because of one reason and one reason only that Greenrod is using the CPS platform so it means that I've got to pay Greenrod Greenrod has got to pay CPS if CPS is charging us 1644 including the services of Greenrod and services of fidelity so it means that if Green if Greenrod is going to be doing that Search and and, 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 and and CPS are going to say, we want our 1644, we want more money because they, they've been crying out file about the, the issue of, of the CPI, of, of the increases that have not been effected. Though we don't want to dwell into that because there was a contract which we agreed upon that this is the amount that we're going to pay and we're going to pay it for five years. Mm. So it was agreed. They, they agreed on, that's why they got the tender. It's because they agreed to it. So now the issue of saying that using Greenrod, then I would, if, what if then such says to him and he says that we want 50, 50 rand for, for our services. If he says that and he says it on the 15th of March, what is going to happen to us? We're talk, talking about this thing. This is January now, right? Now, then I said my take is that we need to go the route. Or if these, all this is not going to keep giving this, we go the route of, 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 of CPS. I discussed this thing with the minister on the issue of, of, of CPS, saying that we need not push CPS or do uh, 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 things that people are going to start saying to us, uh, we are pushing CPS because we've got some, 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 some relationship that we have which may, may be unholy and all those kind of things. I said, we need to explore things. That's the reason why I came up with the issue of co- talking to the talking to, uh, Treasury, Reserve Bank and DSD itself. Mm. So, so we had those options. So now, I said to myself, then I will be able to 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 justify the issues of why we go with CPS. We all agreed that if we go with CPS, it must be the shortest period that we give CPS for them to to do what we are supposed to do while we are getting our house in order. Remember, I'm already in there, so because I'm there. I know what is it that we want to do because I've already spoken to my to my to my executives about it. So 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 what happened then is that we 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 we, we agreed on on CPS. Hence, I wrote the submission to the ministers talking saying uh, saying those things. All right. Yeah. Tell you what, we're going to go to a news break. When we come back, we're going to explore what's going to happen going forward because it's not a long time it's 12 months in which to find that alternative and also we want to know what's going to happen uh, to those illegal deductions that so many grant uh, recipients have been laboring under so we'll pick up on that uh, uh, our conversation with the Sasa CEO Togozani Makwaza as well as Elroy Polis of Black Sass Trust after this uh, news break with Nom Samdluli. Thank you, Sakina. The acting National Police Commissioner, Komodo Pahlani, has ordered that an urgent security assessment of the Chief Justice's offices be conducted. This follows a robbery at the offices in Midran, north of Johannesburg, at the weekend. Fifteen computers containing important information on the country's justices were stolen from the premises. Johannesburg traffic authorities have advised motorists to avoid the Soweto Highway at the Mzimhlope Railway Station due to burning tyres on the road. Community members are reported to have embarked on protest action over service delivery issues. And veteran actress Lillian Dube has described actor Joe Mafela as a happy and free-spirited person. Mafela, who is affectionately known as Dumo, died in a crash on the M1 in Johannesburg on Saturday evening at the age of 75. More details at 9.
Traffic on SAFM, your trusted guide to the road ahead. It is starting to ease around the uh, Soweto Orlando area where motorists were having to divert through that uh, earlier closure of the Soweto Highway extension. So a little bit of traffic through Orlando West, but the big volumes have, uh, have got through. And it looks like uh, that section of the Soweto Highway, if you're coming from Meadowlands, has been reopened but still closed uh, if you're going into Meadowlands from Dobsonville side, if you like. Uh, Joburg's highways have run nicely this morning. The N1 has been particularly good between Pretoria and Joburg, and it still is. If you're uh, running late, uh, you don't need to fear. There's no traffic this morning at all on the N1. Uh, in fact, Durban looking okay. That truck that was stuck before Spaghetti Junction has uh, cleared away. There is a little bit of pressure coming from the university uh, area just down Bel Air Road uh, down towards Chief Albert Latuli, direction uh, N7. That's looking slow this morning. And Cape Town finally, the N2, uh, the vehicle that was stuck at the airport runway all morning on the way inbound has been cleared. There is still a bit of traffic pressure through from the R300 down towards Borchard's Quarry uh, through the construction but the uh, the obstruction has uh, cleared out of the way. Roadworks on Main Road are back in for the next three months around Clavelli. So if you're heading that way today or particularly tomorrow uh, with the holiday just keep that in mind it can be uh, uh, pretty slow at times both directions rob burn am live traffic watch a notice to all employers registered with a compensation fund the 2016 return of earnings submission deadline has been extended submissions will now be open from 1 april 2017 until 31 may 2017 for more information please go to your nearest labor center provincial office or email cfcallcenter at labor.gov.za. The Compensation Fund. Working for you. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Forum at Eight. We are unpacking the Concord ruling. And also, uh, for the first time, you know, since all of this has been happening, we do have uh, the Sasa CEO, Mr. Togazani Makwaza, and, um, you know, in places taking us back, giving us his account of exactly what happened. Because remember, there is still that uh, little matter of the minister having to give reasons as to why she should not be held personally liable for um, some of the costs uh, to the court. So, so, so all of these things are still not, you know, finalized, and 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 there's still quite a bit to be discussed. Like, what is going to happen? How will Sasa then resolve this matter beyond the 12 months? Because uh, from the 1st of April for another 12 months, CPS will continue paying. But what happens after that? And I've always wondered. This um, money that is being paid to CPS for building, you know, a system, who does the system belong to in the end? And I asked Serge Bellamon this the last time. You are paying for a system as Sasa. You're paying someone to develop a system, but who does it belong to? when all is said and done. Uh, so well, let's see if we can get some answers to all of these questions. Um, and you're most welcome to call in as well, 891 And you can tweet or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM using the hashtag AM Live. SMSs to 40938 at a cost of one rand fifty. Let me just get a word from Elroy, uh, hearing what uh, Mr. Magwaza has to say. I know what your reaction is to that. Were you aware of all of these things? Hi, Sakina. Yes, uh, um, generally speaking, I've listened carefully to Mr. Maguaza. Uh, some of the things we knew and some of it uh, we didn't, in particular the, the meetings with the minister in Kimberley. Um, as we have indicated before, we were part of the ministerial task team, and the date lines, as Mr. Maguaza has alluded to, appears to be correct from what I've heard. However, um, I think what is being drawn very sharply into the public's attention is that there were attempts made, uh, whether directly and solely by the minister or not, is yet to be determined, where the space for negotiation about price, duration, um, mechanism uh, for payment of grants seemed to be the exclusive domain of selected officials within SASA and the minister alone. The judgment has been dragged that firmly into the public limelight. The Minister of Ministers task team that includes um, Minister Praveen, the Minister of Home Affairs, the Minister of Social Development herself, and now belatedly the President, the President himself, um, from announcements over the weekend, points to the fact that this matter is no longer only about the payment of social grants, important as it is but that the very essence of the foundations of our democracy is um, 
something of great concern. Firstly, can you be held uh, ransom by one company um, in the implementation of a Section 27 right? And secondly, when that accountability fails, it is imperative for the Treasury, um, other government departments, Mr. McGuire alluded to the Reserve Bank, um, the um, entities uh, such as Chapter 9 institutions, the, um, the Public Protector, the Auditor General, and we do know that um, in the court last week, the South African Human Rights Commission um, engaged in a watching brief and may be reporting uh, in terms of the annual economic, social, and the ESR reports of the Treasury to Parliament. All of these things will now be in the public spotlight. And because SASA, um, I may be wrong, but Mr. Maguaza needs to check with me, every single cent of the money paid to SASA and then paid to Cash Pay Master Services is entirely public. It is not in any way private because um, SASA is a, a public entity, Schedule 3A, in terms of the Constitution. And it's unlike state-owned companies or state-owned enterprises that get some of its money from the state. So we as taxpayers, all 54 million of us, have a right to know at this point in time exactly how the Section 27 right, the right of access to Social Security, is going to be implemented. Mr. Makwaza? Maybe let's start from the issue of who owns the system. Mm. The system belongs to CPS. It can't belong to anybody else. Uh, you know, when you go out on a tender, you are asked, what is it that you are going to do for us? You say, this is what I have. So this is what CPS had at the time that we we, 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 we were discussing with them. Or the SAS, I say we, even it was done before my time. So I'm putting myself because I'm already there. When we discussed with, with them, they said, this is what they have. It's their system. Every organization has got systems that they have. It's not ours. It doesn't belong to the government. It doesn't belong to, to the The only thing that is, is, is a point of contention is, this, is the information that is on those systems. Then who owns the system? Who owns the, 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 that data? My take is that we own the data. Why is it your take? Isn't it a fact that no. Sasa owns the data? Yeah. I'm saying that because there's been, been a point of contention. Then Why is it a point of contention? A point of contention because uh, 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 Elroy will know that all the time we talk about the issue of the issue of the deductions. So whatever that is coming from CPS has been that the, the, the data that we have is the data that they collect. But the data they use, uh, Net1 and subsidiaries, they use for for the loans, airtime, electricity bills, and all those things. It's not that data that it comes from uh, on our side. It's the data that they collect through FICA in collection through GreenRot. So that information is GreenRot and FICA. And we disputed that. And the, and the, and the, and the MTT has been very uh, clear, uh, clear on that ministerial testing, which I co-chaired, by the way, with, uh, with a, a, a director for... for for, for, for Black Sash, where Elroy, and Elroy has been there, and he, he can tell, he can account for all the things that we've been discussing there, and the reports that we, that came out of of, 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 of of the MTT and were given to the minister and all those kind of things. So, so that's the, that's the thing that I'm just saying, that which in this judgment, the, the, the courts had pronounced and saying that all information and other I say that information cannot be used for any other purposes except the purpose of paying grants. So that, for for me, maybe for the MTT and the and the, and the beneficiaries beneficiaries at large, is that that's a victory because that's what we've been fighting for since 2014 as an MTT up to this point. What happened to the charges that were uh, going to be laid against CPS? The the. The, it was put aside because the, the the in fact I was there when 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 I'm one of the proponents of the of the of the of us laying charges not not to CPS per se mm. on net one and subsidiaries subsidiaries and other organizations that or companies that are there which are non announced net one related uh, companies not only mm. uh, 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 net one companies that are doing that but the the, the crux is that we say. Those companies wouldn't have that information if there was no SASA, there was no grant payment through CPS, CPS who's affiliated to Net1. Then Net1 has got those uh, other companies that we think they are sharing information with.
So that's the that's the, the crux of that on that case. So it, case was put aside because there were other issues that they take took us to court too, and because that is still sub judicate, that we could not carry on with that case until that uh, judgment comes out on the issue of of, of the case that uh, CPS has. So taken the us deductions across. are still taking place. Deductions are still taking place. Uh, we we. We are waiting to see what is going to happen after the court judgment because the judgment is not coming to us only. <laughs> the judgment is for the whole country. It's for everybody that part- partakes in this space. So if anything, anybody goes against that, then we are waiting to see what is going to happen happen to them. We we are going to to start talking. Re- I mean, uh, 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 reviving the talks with NCR and DTI about the, the issues of, 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 of the detection. Because we had talks before, we tried to take uh, some of these organizations through NCR, we were ruled, we were ruled out on, on, onto it, so we have beaten on that. Hence, we decided to go on the other route after the regulations were passed by the minister. Well, um, our listeners want to weigh in as well, but before I go to them, just a quick one from you, Eldroy. Uh, yes, thank you, um, Sakina. Uh, ownership of data, that's an interesting one. I think it's important for the listeners to know that what Mr. McGuire is referring to in terms of the system and in terms of the data is that there's an interrelationship between the SOCPEN data, S-O-C-P-E-N, which is the data that is monthly given to Cash Pay Master Services to load payments for grant beneficiaries. Um, and, and how it differs from month to month is that some people um, no longer qualify for the child support grant because they turned 18. Some of the federal age pensioners became late. There's a general growth in the population as to new applicants who qualify and so on. Now, when that information is loaded onto, um, my understanding thus far, on the Cash Play Master Services um, infrastructure, that infrastructure, according to evidence that we have, has been loaded by NetOne, which owns CPS, on the Grindrod bank system. So the hardware and software that was invented by NetOne to pay the CPS grant is on the Grindrod bank system that nobody else has access to. Now, that is the use of technology in our minds of exclusive ability to pay a Section 27 right and keeping out other competitors and that may have been what prompted the South African Reserve Bank last year to say that net one may have a conflict of interest. In other words, they pay the grant, they render a contracted service through CPS, but the holding company is leveraging deductions and additional money and profit, as stated in net one's business plan, from these very beneficiaries. And it is clear that other service providers, um, um, in particular banks, are kept out from being able to to uh, provide the same services. And so that's a thorny issue. But what the, the, the Constitutional Court has done, over and above, apply the very letter of the law, is that through this judgment enabled people to understand the spirit of the law. And that will be really interesting to see whether CPS and one um, and government itself will be disregarding the impact of um, and, the, and the actual judgment, because all of South Africa is watching this very, very carefully. Indeed we are. And uh, just questioning this whole notion of who owns the system, who owns the information, because it must be, at least with the benefit of hindsight, you must be able to see how short-sighted it is for you not to own the system. Uh, but of course, hindsight is always twenty twenty, as they say. Let's take some calls. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. Isaac and Nelspreet. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Well, and you? And the listeners. Welcome. Please, ma'am. Uh, I hope you won't mind the, uh, about my 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 English, but I will try and get my point. Go for it, Isaac. Actually, ma'am, what I want to say, ma'am, I want to touch on two issues. Uh, I mean, these two issues. One is the minister, the so-called minister uh, of the ruling party by not following the court order. And then, two, I just want to touch on the theft, on the butler in the uh, chief justice office. But uh, the first point that I want to make by the so-called minister of the ruling party by not following the court order, they did this deliberately so. Reason why? 
because they knew that if they, they follow this court order early, they, that, that CPS contract was going to come to an end because they were supposed to come publicly so and do the procurement and other company or whatever they will take the that uh, 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 they will take it that is the deal uh, of of of, of uh, paying a uh, uh, grant to the to the citizen that is why they didn't follow the court order they knew that this is crisis is going to come it's going to rise and the, the court will do nothing because this will be a matter it will be a national issue because the, the, the only people who are capable now of giving grant to the to the to the citizens of South Africa who's got the, who, who, who's got information is the only this so-called CPS. So, mm. Okay, Isaac, we got you there. Thank you so much for the call. And um, Pigaleli is in Tswane. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Sakina. Hi, Pigaleli. Yeah. yeah, Sakina. In connection with the affair, my understanding is that for government, you have the TFMA as well as a service level agreement and MOU, that when the government enters into an agreement with any company, and then those things should be articulated there. A service level agreement should articulate the kind of assets that needs to be, uh, for instance, to be established by the service provider and to also indicate what will happen when the contract ends. I mean, if that is not there, then it's very sure. I mean, I was, I'm, I'm very much surprised that it's not there. But it should be there in the service level agreement. Okay. I think that was Advocate uh, Sipo Mantula. Um, okay. Who am I speaking to now? Advocate Refreshing Ma- morning, Sakina, and to the guest. Morning. Sakina, uh, this is Sipo Mantula. Sakina, I think when one looks at the judgment, uh, a 52-page judgment, you have, you have posed that question to Mr. And I think it is very important for him to look at it again as it was order number seven in terms of what you raise about what, is, what will be the way forward. And in terms of that order, Sakina, is that every three months that issue has to be brought before the court as a matter of an update. And I think, Sakina, you will even remember that even in 2013, the same thing was asked to Sasa to always report to the court. Why has it even taken them so long? that last year only they were saying we are not capable to be doing this work because of its complicities. For me, Sakina, is that we have undermined Section 27 of our own constitution by giving authority to a multinational company that comes from Europe, first of all. Secondly, why did we not build capacity, Sakina, as early as 2013? Because I think that is one of the challenges that we have faced and finally, Sakina, I think the main issue here is to understand the right of welfare. It is not a, a token, but it is one of the issues of alleviating poverty in this country. Thank you so much, Advocate uh, Sipa Mantula, uh, Mantula in uh, Tswane. Mike is calling us from Durban. Hi, Mike. Morning to you, Satina and the listeners. I investigate fraud and corruption. Everyone must believe every word Mr. Magaza has told us this morning. I believe it. Uh, There's one thing I'd like him to answer. Has he had any dealings with Mr. Michael Hulley, who's been snipping around this issue? All right. Thank you so much, uh, 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 Mike. And, of course, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get an answer to that question. The MEC for Local Government and Human Settlements, Halalitsangha or Laulwe, is expected to lead the two-day human settlements in Daba. It will be co-hosted by the National Department of Human Settlements. The Indaba will be attended by Premier Supra Mahumapelo, Ministry of Human Settlements, Dikosi, Mayors and Councillors. It will be hosted under the theme, Effective Planning to Turn Bokoni Bopirama, into a construction site through the implementation of village, townships and small dorpies. It will be held in Rustenburg Civic Centre from the 22nd till the 24th of March 2017 from 8 o'clock. Together, moving Bokoni, Bopirama towards achieving integrated and sustainable human settlements in safe and dignified communities. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. Temperature rising in here on the forum at eight this morning. We're talking about the Concord ruling um, uh, as it pertains to Sasa, and we look at what it means 
going forward because um, as, uh, CPS will continue paying out the grants for 12 months uh, beyond the 1st of April. But what is going to happen beyond that? And as we heard already, uh, CPS owns the system, which means there's a new system that needs to come into play now because they will take that with them. Uh, but is 12 months enough? to capacitate a new entity to take over these services as well. So our guest this morning, uh, the CEO of Sasa, Togozani Makwaza, and Elroy Paulus, who is National Advocacy Manager at Black Sash Trust. Mr. Makwaza, Michael Halley and few people on Twitter have asked that question as well. What have your interactions been in this regard during these negotiations with Michael Halley? I really do not know how to answer that one. Uh, maybe that, that 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 question must be posed to the to the ministry and posed to to uh, to the minister herself, and because she has been talking about it, and 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 I'm not I'm not comfortable in answering that on over the radio. Are you comfortable, uh, perhaps, just telling us what his involvement was with regard to these negotiations? At what level he came in? On which side he came in? Uh, I was on sick leave when the negotiations were, were happening. So I'm not too sure whether Mike, Mike, Mike Harley was, was involved there or not. So I wouldn't uh, be, be able to answer that. Only people that can answer that is the people that were involved in the negotiations because the negotiations did, did take place. So 12 months, is it sufficient to capacitate another entity to take over this function? As I've been saying before, I've been disputing the fact that uh, Serge has been saying she, he's the only one that can be able to do the job. Uh, maybe the, the, the country needs to remember that uh, before before uh, uh, before Sasa, the, the payments were done through the, 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 the provincial departments and involved there was all pay, Mpilweni and other groups, including the post office, they were paying grants. So it wouldn't be right for for, for Mr. Peloman to say that he's the only one in the world, because I was watching it on television when he said we are the only one in the world that can do what what is being done right now. Maybe at the time when he was saying that, I thought he would have said that taking to account the, the period that we have left, the time that we have left, which I would agree with him if he says that, that come 1st of April, there's nobody else who can walk in in these two weeks and do what we do. Okay. That I would have said. But my question to you is beyond the 1st of April, is 12 months sufficient to capacitate a new entity? 12 months may not be sufficient, but we will do what the court has asked us to do because putting our minds into it starting from the 1st of April looking at what is supposed to happen and I think Advocate Mantul had mentioned on this Order 7 and saying mm. that we need to report to, to, to court every three months starting from the day that the, 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 the court order, the court ruling was, was given to us. That is what is going to happen. And again we need to go back and say because people are saying that uh, uh, Minister and Sasa were not reporting to the to the to the Concord uh, on the previous judgment. Every time, without fail, Sasa and the minister have been reporting to 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 the Concord until the Concord relinquished the, the the powers that be. So, what happened after after that? That's the problem, or that's what that we need to be talking about. Why, when we discovered that? We cannot be able to do what we have promised to do and did not go back to the to the court. But having to ask the the, 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 the executives, it was said that there were things that they were trying to do before they go back to court and report on what is it that they are able to do going forward. They they were afraid to go to, to court and without having done anything or being seen not have done anything, because they have been doing things, but things did not go according to plan. And what what I started hearing, or what I heard, was the issue of, of over-ambitiousness, that people felt that they were over-ambitious, and I heard comments yesterday on, on Interface saying that there was that issue of, of, of being over-ambitious. The, the only question that we need to ask is the, is the why then, when you knew that we were over-ambitious, we did not go 
to court quick uh, uh, as soon as possible and the judges were were, were were hitting us on that and 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 i'll leave it at that and now they're going to babysit you you're going to report to them every three months on the way forward how do you feel about that uh, it's not a nice thing to to to, to happen when you're being, being babysitted, but it won't be the first time. Remember, they were babysitting us before, and they relinquish their 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 control. In this case, I don't think they will ever relinquish their control no. because even black they gave you a curfew us, and you couldn't yeah, comply. So yeah, now they babysitting yeah. you. I know we, we we take that when we we understand that, and I I know the minister understands it too that all of us have got to put our efforts and make it a point that we do what we're supposed to do going forward. As I'm saying, come 1st of April, because right now what we have decided to do at my executive is to concentrate on the two weeks for the 1st of April. Anything else will start on the 1st of April going forward on the, on the issue of the future. Right now, as I'm, as I'm talking to you, we have pulled the trigger and people are going to be paid uh, on the 1st of April because the, 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 the court judgment, what I prayed for, Mm. Is what I got, and what we got with my, my 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 executives, on having to say that they need to extend for us, and the contract needs to remain the same, remain the same, and we asked for the twelve months. It's not it's not that the court just throw the twelve months. We had asked on my affidavit. We had asked for the twelve months. Of course, uh, they've been they've on been your saying, affidavit. Speaking of which, what's your relationship with the minister like? Because by all indications from the things that happened leading up to the court um, situation, it would seem as though you are at loggerheads. I wouldn't say that you are at loggerheads. Uh, the minister is it, my boss, mm-hmm. right? I am an employee of, of SASA. Mm-hmm. I'm an accounting officer, accounting authority, reporting directly to the minister. In any situation, I'm the CEO. I've got executives. They may have different ideas or different thinking on what I think as a person, and they do have the right uh, to, 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 to debate things with me. Sometimes I give in. Sometimes as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an accounting person, I'll say this is how I want it to be, to be done. And uh, sometimes then they'll say that, look, this is going to put us into this, to this trouble and it's going to put us into this. So, so, so... Uh, 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 relationship with the have the minister is a cordial relationship. It's a it's a relationship of employer employee relationship. I cannot say that we visit each other at home and do all those things. So we work, we work together, <laughs> and and me and her, and those people that are around us, they know that we do argue sometimes, but we do agree. I can even put a humor onto it. I know that when I'm in trouble with the minister, she calls me Mr. Makwaza. I know that when the minister is in good terms with me. And we agree on certain things. He calls me quasi. So, so it means that that the relationship is a relationship of a worker and a, and an employer relationship. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Just a final one. Thirty seconds, Elroy Polis. Okay, I'm going to announce something or, or say something that government cannot say. We were talking a lot about babysitting. I think there's a lot of babysitting happening within Net um, One itself, and it's perhaps a good sign to note that the major, the biggest shareholder. Um, Alan Gray, um, which has a very strong presence in South Africa, has issued a public statement um, regretting the uh, arrogant statements of Cash Pay Master Services, um, CEO Serge Bellamont, um, uh, who happens to be the, the CEO also of NetOne Applied Technologies. And if we watch their share prices very carefully, they are very concerned about reputational uh, damage. They also said publicly that they would be able to pay the grants without making profit. The big question for the public is, is that good enough in terms of justice? We have worked very carefully to have grants paid back, um, and that is a big question right now in terms of the babysitting that needs to happen um, in the net one um, uh, set of companies and by the public at large.